Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cheese and pickle. All of television history is contained in the box of delights. Hello, I'm Julia Rayside. Each episode, my guest chooses a favourite TV memory to talk about. Joining me today is the writer and broadcaster, Sally Hughes. Hughes, you're here! Hello, I'm delighted. Thank you so much for coming. Now, what have you brought today to talk about, please? Um, So, I have brought an episode of Blood on the Carpet and that... Wait, I think it's called Trouble at the Top. Oh, they were sister programmes. So they were sister programmes. There was Trouble at the Top and Blood on the Carpet and they basically seemed to assign the name depending on how awful it got. So this was a series... This one got really awful. Yeah. (laughs) So this was a series of documentaries uh, in the 90s on BBC Two and I... People talk about the golden age of documentaries and, and talk about Pilger and stuff in very sort of lofty oh, um, yeah. erudite voices but for me the 90s were amazing for documentaries yeah they were incredible so you had modern times you had cutting edge you had under the sun and you had all that great paul watson stuff like the dinner party and you also had uh, trouble at the top and blood on the carpet which Just is a little bit lower down the food chain i would say and the harvey goldsmith stuff which i also loved it was a really rich seam of documentary making for me and basically it's all i did in the 90s was to watch them over and over again i would watch at least two a night probably on VHS and this I think is one of the least watched so it describes the feud (laughs) between the original members of Bucks Fizz Bobby G, yeah. who owns the Bucks Fizz franchise. Yeah. And he, I love that there's a franchise. <laughs> uh, Mike Nolan strays away. He actually ends up forming another Bucks Fizz, which is really complicated, or he, he joins another Bucks Fizz. Yeah, he was but horribly injured in that coach crash, wasn't he? He was. And he had a brain off. injury, yeah. took some time out, came back, uh, rejoined the group, and then left again. Mm. So we are in a situation where Bobby G and his girlfriend, who my friend Jason and I named Yoko G for many years. <laughs> um, they, she does like to be in control, doesn't she? She's twitch, very twitch. in control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have some vacancies in Bucks Fizz for their kind of Butlins gigs. And so they call on David Van Day, oh, 50% of dollar. <laughs> David Van Rue the Day. <laughs> the 80s pop duo. Yeah. And uh, they recruit David Van Day, not really knowing him very well. And they think this will be fine. Now, bizarrely, as a side hustle, I've met David Van Day <gasps> on several occasions And I now. think I've asked you every occasion, what does he smell like? <laughs> I don't know why I want to know, but I want to know. I mean, he kind of smells exactly how you imagine, <laughs> a sort of fougere kind of yeah. 70s yeah. aftershave. Nice. Um, so they 
approach him not knowing what to expect. And I feel that I could have stepped in and said, let me tell you what to expect. <laughs> yes, this will yes. just be a really harrowing, unhappy and they difficult just, relationship. They picked him because he was a blonde, to quote Bobby G. Because they just, he's, they a pretty, he's a pretty kind of bimbo blonde. Well, he know, was, you know. Yes, exactly. Back in the day. So he joins Bucks Fizz yeah. and then all hell breaks it's loose. Messy as fuck, isn't it? <laughs> it's so brilliant. <laughs> and so this is what this is the story the documentary tells. David Van Day ends up um, allegedly stealing the Bucks Fizz <laughs> brand name and starting his own Bucks Fizz. He does, yeah, yeah. Which sends Bobby and Yoko into an absolute tailspin. And here's this like they're still doing the, the Bobby G is doing wholesome Bucks Fizz. He's doing sexy Bucks Fizz. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. On the, He's doing Bucks Fizz after skirt. dark, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so horrific and kind of tacky. And you, the, the, the um, his take on the whipping off the skirts, the innocent whipping off of the skirts in Eurovision. Do you remember what that was? Uh, yes. Yeah, so he, so he, he wants to jazz it up, doesn't he? And he wants to kind of make it punky and sexy, it's where horrible. he basically so wants horrible. the girls to look like sex Slap, workers. Yeah, tarts. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he also wants to record new material. And Bobby, I mean, fair fucks to Bobby. Am I allowed to swear? Uh, Absolutely. Fair fucks to Bobby. He's just like, look, we're not going to make any money making new material. We know who we are. We do cabaret. We do kind of inexpensive cruises. We do butlins. But David... (laughs) says that he was conned because he thought they'd go back into the studio, make some new material, make stacks of money. (laughs) And also bear in mind, so I'm a Brighton resident, so Mm. most people won't realise that round about this time he had a burger van. That's right, I did hear this. David Van Day owned a burger van that was often parked outside Churchill Square. Wow. uh, Did he he flip the burgers? Sadly, I never saw him on Ah. the burger van. And I also, I doubt that he did. I mean, Mm. maybe some Brighton residents will correct me. Perhaps beneath his the dignity would, of his <laughs> I would think it was quite far beneath him yeah, in yeah. his view uh, Teresa Bizarre bless her literally moved to Australia to, <laughs> to get away from As him I, I wonder why she chose that particular country the furthest one from here yeah. <laughs> the furthest one from so yeah, he Brighton. was left with his burger van and then he joins Bucks Fizz and he basically I think in summation he, he basically tries to steal Bucks Fizz from under <laughs> Bobby under G's Bucks nose <laughs> It was quite incredible. I mean, he's clearly a man of great ego, uh, but also very insecure. And I think that the way the documentary just lets him hang himself is beautiful. There's this incredible voiceover by Jim Carter, you know, yes. off of Downton Abbey. Yes. Just absolutely amazing. He, he did all of them, all Jim the Carter. Gra- oh, yeah. He was just superb. So lots of gravitas. And uh, he, <laughs> at one point they talk about uh, David Van Day's wanging on about how, uh, he, obviously he comes out of this very, very badly, um, uh, about how he, was, uh, he, he, he studied Shakespeare. He wanted to be a Shakespearean <laughs> actor. And then Jim Carter just pauses and says, he never played Hamlet. <laughs> It's just like, Mwah. oh, that was so sweet. Like, how, yeah, it was, there's a lot of lovely moments of unintentional or intentional humour. I love the thought of him sort of sexily modifying Shakespeare as well. <laughs> and then De- Desdemona, then Ophelia, like, whips her top off to reveal a skimpy bra. Yeah. One for the dads. Alas, poor Yorick holding up a dildo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. But um, there's, there, there are quotes to this that my husband and I actually just, just verbatim, like, say over the breakfast table sometimes. And there's one bit where he's talking talking about um I think he's meeting up with Bobby after things have turned sour um yes. and it, this might be the one in the the M6 service station I can't remember there's some there is one on down a service station. meeting and um and then maybe this is the meeting for them to get together because obviously by then it had gone very bitter so this is when they were discussing starting a new Bucks Fizz with David in, in the other in the Mike Nolan role 
And he says, it was very relaxed and very conjugal, as they say. That <laughs> misunderstanding the use of the word conjugal there. Well, like a prison visit. It was like a sexy prison visit. <laughs> Between G and Van Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to picture that. And also, uh, we love to overuse the phrase, because um, uh, black is very slimming. Yeah. Because he'd only wear black. That's great. So, so this this is a real source of conflict between them because Buxbys are bright colours, they right? Are. They're, they're they're yellow, green, red, and blue. Literally, they're jolly that's what and they happy. wear. Yeah, exactly. You know. And um, David Van Day wants to wear black exclusively because, he, because he's got a bit of a middle aged tub. I've on. always found black very slimming. He says, <laughs> um, "I've always found black to be very slimming." And so he goes to Topshop and buys a load of black. Yeah. And Bobby's very unhappy and wants him to wear a maroon shirt. Just trying serves. to meet him halfway, yeah. Trying to meet him halfway by going for a more autumnal tone. <laughs> and David Van Day's furious because he says they look like Spanish waiters. <laughs> um, it, it's possibly worth pointing out at this point that David Van Day has uh, since run for the Brexit party. Oh God, he has. Um, in local government. And so actually, he was a Tory candidate, then he became Brexit oh candidate. But, but Buxfizz has now got a black mark against it because Jay Aston from the original And Cheryl Baker. Oh my God, they're all Brexiteers. Yeah. Oh jeez, that's depressing. Yeah, ironically, the one with the brain injury is, is Remain. <laughs> He's the only sensible one <laughs> yeah. among them. They all need a bang on the head. Sorry, Mike, I don't mean that as a nice thing that happened to you, but you know, essentially, clearly I do And it will good old Mike, I mean, <laughs> it, he absolutely knew what side his bread was buttered and to get away from all the awful people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, the other three are card-carrying Brexiteers. That's a great a... shame. Yeah. It's, it's soured my memories of them now. But no, the, the show is just full of corking moments. And there's, oh God, it all starts to go wrong. David Van Day's recounting. Well, you're getting both sides of the story, basically, aren't you? It's cut brilliantly. And he's recounting the trip to the Falklands, where they're literally I mean, about the... to split up. That bit is amazing. And then they go to a war zone. <laughs> my <laughs> adrenaline is pumping as you're talking about it. <laughs> They go to the Falklands to entertain the troops. Buxfizz have previously been to the Falklands to entertain the troops, but not David Van Day. He's never been. I mean, never been, and, no. and what happens? How would you describe it? <laughs> it's a sort of Colonel Kurtz moment, yes, isn't it? Yes, yes. He goes up river, smears shit all over his face, <laughs> and kind of loses his mind. It's beautiful. I have to say, it is beautiful. He loses his shit. He completely does. So he ends up in he the office's mess. Yeah, they do. They do a few gigs. But he's obviously increasingly... I mean, he was about to leave the band or they were about to make him leave. Obviously, he tells it that he had decided they he They fully despise one another oh, at this point. It, it's yeah. just painful. And then in a breakaway sort of panzer movement, he, um, he goes to the officer's mess and, and insists on a solo gig to whoever drunk there might be around. <laughs> it's so amazing. And sort of stands on this sort of raised stage. In front stage, of a curtain. Just absolutely... And the footage yeah. is... I mean, it's, it's very blurry, but it's, you can see uh, just the kind of the gap between him on stage and the, the slowly backing away of people in the audience as he sings. I think he's singing, is he shouting Oh L'Amour into yeah, the so microphone? Yeah, so he starts, so very significantly, I think, for his journey, mm-hmm. he starts singing dollar songs yeah. because that's very important. Um, he's got huge beef with the fact that Bobby G and his wife, whose name escapes me, I think it might be Donna, but for the purposes of this, Yoko. Yeah, Yoko. Um, we'll call her Yoko, it's easier. Let's call her Yoko. <laughs> they're the bosses, they're business partners, they own Bucks Fizz. Yeah. And he cannot cope with not being the boss, but he especially can't cope with the fact that one of the bosses is a woman. Oh, he's this not This makes happy. him a lunatic, yes, even more of a lunatic. And so he <laughs> wants to bring in, apart from black clothing, he wants to bring in the dollar 
kind of aspect of it and yeah. be the boss. And so finally at the Falklands, that's when he, he lets rip on the back catalogue. It's so brilliant. And he, he ends up shouting his song into a microphone, then sort of, <laughs> I don't know, throwing his body around like he's possessed, like off the stage, on the stage. Some kind of body popping I think might have gone on. I think on. at one point he's wearing a very large puffer coat that he's found like <laughs> abandoned on a chair. Yes. And he looks sort of boiling hot in a puffer coat. It's he's thrashing insane. around. And, and it cuts away to Bobby G saying... Literally nobody knew who he was. <laughs> He's like standing on the stage, <laughs> shrieking, going, come on, everybody. And they're just obviously these young squaddies who weren't even born when Dollar were going, just like, who's this guy? He's a nutter. It was, it's, it's very but painful. But can you remember latterly he did that to Sonia on the pop stars? Oh, my God, that the was The reunion vicious. thing, the, 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 um, the, the bus. thing that Davina presented. Was it yes. the bus in America, that thing where they... Yes, exactly. Reborn in the USA. Reborn in the USA. That was it. incredible. Davina um, had to calm that down because he went... He went completely. He was mad going on to kill Sonia. Sonia. He was going to kill Sonia, and I think she had to lock herself in a cupboard. No, he locked himself in a cupboard. That's right. Before he killed Sonia, <laughs> just to prevent. <laughs> no, because they'd have the death penalty in America. So they didn't want that to happen. But uh, yeah, no, that was um, that was one of the the most. The man I mean, is a maniac. Yeah, don't be trapped on a bus with a maniac. Don't do that. But the whole thing plays out so that he he's in the Falklands, just getting drunk and you know sort yeah. of roaring through Bobby G's bedroom door at night going come out I'll fight you I'll fight you <laughs> obviously Bobby G chooses not to come out and indeed fight him it all goes very nuts in May I'll knock your block off does it, it he absolutely loses it's his horrible. mind and he's kind of running rampage around the Falklands <laughs> Great. <laughs> Scaring the sheep. Uh, and eventually it becomes obvious that they can't continue, but they're still on this tour of the military bases or whatever That's in the right, Falcons. Yeah. So there's footage of him just sulkily standing at the back, <laughs> barely phoning in his performance, <laughs> while the, the others are just like trying to give it extra tits and teeth to make up for He this, doesn't uh... give a shit, does he, by the end? <clears throat> no, not at all. Meanwhile, though, um, so they, obviously they eventually split and they think That's it. That's fine. They go, they do a legal battle to get the Bucksfield's name back. Somehow he manages to make an argument that, that there's still contention over that. So there's a bit of a, a tug of war over the name. And then they find out that he's got Mike Nolan in his version of Buck's Fizz. And there are two Buck's Fizzes. I mean, it's a knife through the heart, isn't it? That? It's horrible. So, yeah. so Bobby and Yoko G find out that um, <laughs> not only has this court battle just been very uh, protracted and upsetting, yeah. that some dates are announced starring Buck's Fizz. And it's not them. It's David Van Day. And he has coked... Coaxed. <laughs> I really did mean coaxed, but let's let that sit there. Um, he has coaxed Mike Nolan out of retirement. Mike Nolan, of course, being the OG, yeah. the kind of original Bucks Fizz. Yeah. So now suddenly he's got some claim. To the so name. now he's got some claim. So uh, Bucks Fizz <coughs> is is truly divided. Yeah. Um, and so we have uh, Bobby in one, and then we have David Van Day, and Mike awful. Nolan in the other. And Bobby's devastated because he I, is. you get a sense that he and Mike Nolan have a deep friendship. Oh yeah, you know, going nobody way really back. understands. Why it happened, and, and David Van Day is very ha 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 about the whole <laughs> thing. He is he? such a bastard about it, isn't he? And then he hires a couple of birds who bless them are probably proper singers and dancers from drama school. He hires them for God knows how little money. That's why doesn't Puts he put them an advert out for good looking gals and guys? Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, this advert in the Puts stage. Puts them in latex, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah, I think. And then the season more bit in the uh, original, obviously, they, they take the girls' skirts off and they're wearing some slightly smaller skirts. In yeah. his version, uh, he whips the girls' tops off and they're wearing tiny bras. That's right. She's really uncomfortable. And he's about old enough to be their dad. I by think this point. they're wearing just, kind of uh, fishnets and hot pants and bra it. tops, yeah, aren't they? And he it. tries yeah. to kind of he tries to make it very 90s and turns Grim them into a fuck. club act. Yeah. It's very blue. And then he re-records Making Your Mind Up 
in it with a kind of weird galactic space theme for the video, this very amateurish video that goes with it. And it's just terrifying. And he kind of puts an extra dancey element to it. It's just misunderstanding the wholesome delight that was Bucks Fears back in the day. Just making it dirty and like Channel X-y and just not very nice at all. It's absolutely terrible. It sort of becomes a bit kind of low-rent rapido TV, doesn't <laughs> it? Really it is. It's unbelievably bleak and bad. And of course, all the people who have an interest in even that done well have never heard of Bucks Fears. No, so, no. So there are even fewer people going to see them than ever. It's, it's very bleak. But it's a, ma- it's a man upriver. He is, he is absolutely the Colonel Kurtz. <laughs> thing is perfect he's so deluded and he's so not giving up and the and the final blow of the battle is struck when Mike Nolan decides to defect clearly ha- having had enough of David Van Day and his massive ego he just calls Bobby G apologizes says he's left the band the other band the David Van Day Bucks Fizz and that he can have the name he should have it it was always his all along it's like a real crescendo of like yeah it, it's it's very sweet and at the time you think well that's very lovely that's very moving what a sign of true friendship but then I you know. think yeah because Mike Nolan's just spent a few months with David yeah, Van Day. Exactly. He cannot take another minute of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just needs to flee the Who scene. Who could? <laughs> awful, awful man. Yeah, but they end up with a kind of almost like a cliffhanger ending. That uh, it, He likens, Bobby G likens David Van Day to, is it the predator or alien or something? Like, they just won't <laughs> die. Oh, no, the Terminator. The Terminator. Like, you, you, you think you've killed it and then it gets back up again. So they, they haven't put the idea completely out to pasture that he may yet return and try and be Bucks Julian, neither have I. <laughs> like, th- this man just comes back and back and back. What he's done, he did the jungle. Oh, God. Um, and he was he awful He did that, that reborn yeah. in the USA. He uh, resurrected Dollar for a bit. He's run for local government. He's yep. run for parliamentary government. He needs an audience, doesn't he? Yeah. What next? Jesus, yeah. what's he plotting? And now I'm locked in his embrace on three occasions Lock, that sounds really kind of um, hostage almost uh, no it was very much a voluntary thing for me <laughs> ew there's something wrong with you I mean I'm all about the dota I just wanted the story I just wanted to go home and say I had a cuddle with David Van Day did you, did so you come away smelling of whatever aftershave he was slathered in I imagine you did that and alcohol yeah <laughs> oh god yes. I was very weird. drunk on every occasion but I did manage to capture the moment on each occasion oh um, I think we need to have a little look at the videos yeah alright I'd like to see them after this thank you very much before you go, and that was brilliant, by the way. Thank you for letting us wallow in that once more, because uh, one of my favourite ever TV things. Um, so I, have, I have here the box of delights. If you'd just like to reach in and pick a question. They're very beautifully done, these. Thanks. Oh, I've picked up loads. <laughs> First TV crush. Oh. Um, I can answer that. To answer that honestly would quite shamefully um, good good that's good um, like that. Zamo at the height of his addiction probably. you liked heroin chic Zamo and that <laughs> it was either him or, or Dirty Den I suspect Zamo came first oh. um, but really inappropriate how old were you when these crushes to, oh, were I mean tiny well I was born in 75 so oh, same I mean, as me yeah, yeah, yeah so tiny Blimey. Tiny. But Zamo at the height of his addiction, I thought, oh, he's all right. <laughs> to be honest, he, he never got really skinny, did he, when he was taking heroin? So <laughs> we, we both agree we like a gentleman with a softer middle. I am a chubby chaser. This is a known <laughs> a fact about me. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Hughes, thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find links to the YouTube clips from today's episode on our Twitter feed at Box Delights Pod. Come and say hello. Bye.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.